Hello, and welcome to Two Crazy Scoops, our weekend episodes with your hosts, A.O. and Antino. This week we're going to be talking about uh, music, which is one of our favorite topics, both the digital and the physical, seeing which one is better, which one's worse, and see uh, who wins in the fight between Aaron and Antonio. (laughs) So stay tuned. Okay, well, I tried shortening it, and it did shorten it like a, a verse or so, but I think we need a little more cut off of that. What, of the intro? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's fine. Cool, I'll make it longer then. So, <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, welcome again. Uh, Aaron and myself are going to be talking about uh, one topic in particular that we're pretty uh, passionate about. I'm sure you are also, is the music, and uh, you know, just the change over to the 2000s. I don't know when that started, like the 90s, 2000s. Coming up on 2020 now, uh, and even the music industry itself has changed a lot. How we listen to music, how we stream it now, it's not just actually listening to uh, you know our iPods or things like that. So uh, we're going to start here a little bit. Like, what, what was your first song that you downloaded, Aaron? If you can remember. I do not remember the Aaron's first too song. too old. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, I did download music, but I don't remember the first song I ever downloaded. So what was the first CD you bought? The first CD, it was actually a tape, a cassette, oh. and <laughs> and it was um and I didn't buy it. My parents bought it for me, but it was MC Hammer's second album, which was this, which was the album that had um, uh, you can't touch this on it. Oh, okay. So that was I think that was 1990, and so um yeah my uh, that was my first that my parents got me that tape, and I remember we used to, we did like a road trip and we played that whole tape to death. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah that was definitely um one of the first that was mine so nice how old were you then i was six six yeah wow so i think the first i i had cassette tapes that we just kind of like were my parents so i just play around with those record songs off the radio and stuff like that the first cd i actually got was the one that i won when they opened a Law Fitness is what I used to call it. I didn't realize when I was a kid that it was L.A. Fitness. <laughs> and so I really La made, Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like they had a, a grand opening so you could like win prizes and stuff. And I ended up winning like a Lincoln Park CD, which uh, was pretty intense for my first uh, <laughs> CD experience. I was trying to sell it on eBay and then I realized that you can't really sell CDs. So, <laughs> um, But shortly after that, I do remember, you know, the whole iTunes, that stuff started coming out and... I did have an MP3 player, so we I like begged my dad to buy songs. Uh, but the first song I do remember getting was a Muse song. Um, not sure if you're familiar with the rock band Muse, kind of like electronic space rock stuff. You're asking me? Oh yeah, yeah, I know who they are. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, so I I got the song, downloaded it, and my dad was very shocked. He was like, "Are you sure this is what you want?" Because the intro to the song is like spacey and like horses neighing, is like some space war being fought, and then it goes into the song. Yeah, but that's like I don't know, like a minute of that sound effects. He's like, "What did you have me buy?" Yeah, it's like, "No, you just gotta wait for it." Yeah, no, it's it's funny because it is it. I can definitely see a big transition of um of like how music has changed and we've been using digital for so long like mp3 players and stuff for so long that i kind of forget but i remember um this was mid 90s um i used to have a a walkman Mm -hmm. or the cd player yeah um 
And it was so funny because I remember um, like with our phones and with our um, whatever you listen to music on nowadays, you don't you're not careful about how, you know, not moving, get a certain way or whatever. But I remember the first walk CD Walkman I had. It was um, if you moved too much, it would um, skip. The Mm -hmm. songs would skip. And so you had to keep it, you know, still. So you really couldn't run with it. You, you or it walked too much, or like walk. yeah. And now the more expensive versions had this um, buffering feature, where even if you did hit the CD or something, it would buffer the song a few seconds ahead of time. Oh, okay. So if you hit it, it wouldn't skip. Uh huh. And but those are more expensive. Yeah, and yeah. So I remember eventually getting one of those. But um, yeah, it is funny how to, just to kind of look and see how music is changing. And I remember, um, even you know getting CDs and back then too. Some people may remember this, but back in the um, 90s, there was a company, they're still around, they're called BMG. They were a a music distributor. Mm -hmm. And what they would do is they would send these little cards to your house and um, it would advertise music. Like, what would happen is they would offer you a deal where you get, you buy, um, you get like five CDs for like a dollar each or something like that. And then then in the next two years, you have to buy, two or three cds at regular price and you get to keep all those cds were they random cds or they're like ones you could choose the five dollar ones i mean the dollar no you could choose them you could choose whatever they want because they they distributed almost anything you found in a record store that was popular they they distributed it okay so you can get five cds for like a dollar or something Mm -hmm. like that and then you have to buy two but their regular price cds were kind of expensive they were like Close to twenty bucks a piece, I think. Uh-huh. But you get like seven CDs for forty bucks, probably, yeah, or a little less, thirty-five. So I don't know if people remember that, but that was a big deal. So I got we end up collecting a lot of CDs that way. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember uh, my parents had a lot of records, and we had a record player too. We had like one of those tall little towers, and it had a record player at the top. Then it had a CD player. Then it had a cassette tape at the bottom. You know, so we used to, and then, and so you could play whatever you wanted in that little tower. So, so would you say that are you one of the people that thinks there's a difference in sound quality between records and CDs? Oh, definitely, it's definitely. But the the funny thing is, I used to like, I still like records because I would go over to my aunt's house, and she had, and my um, my aunt between her and my cousin, they had hundreds of records, mm-hmm. and we would go down there like on a Saturday. Sometimes me and my cousin would just go through some old school records, and we would just play them. And um, you can hear that pop and stuff that yeah. records make, but I loved it. Uh-huh. I loved it. And like we would, and I was such a nerd that I would go through, and I was really interested in reading the the songwriting credits and mm-hmm. the instrument credits because sometimes a lot of the artists I didn't know played instruments actually did play them, and they would be on there. Yeah. Um, and producers and stuff. So I really got into who produced this song, who wrote it, who, because there's a lot, of, most of the time it wasn't necessarily the singer. Mm-hmm. And then, and in the records, you had these big inserts so you can read all the information, you can read all the lyrics. So there was something about the physical album, the record that I liked even more than CDs. Mm-hmm. CDs did have the little inserts, but it was something about actually taking the record out, playing it. And like if a, if a record was scratched, we would pour like alcohol. While it was spinning, we would pour a little bit of alcohol on the record. Oh, and it would help. Yeah. And then it would actually, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, on the record. (laughs) Uh, Like rubbing alcohol, we pour it on a record and it would actually help smooth out the sound a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just a Detroit thing. I don't know where that came from, but we used to do that and it would sound better. Was it Hennessy or? (laughs) 
No, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just funny because I just have good memories of that. And, yeah. Uh, so it's something about there is something cool about having digital music and the fact that you have any song at at the you know at the tip of your fingers at any moment like mm-hmm. today. But there is something about going back and still playing a record. And yeah. you know, I don't have all those records anymore that I used to have. I used to have a lot, and I I had comedy records too. I feel like you burn through a lot more music when you're listening to digital media as opposed to a record. Even a CD, you can listen on replay, but a record, like you physically have to pick it up, put yeah. it back, pick it up, put it back, and it's like whether you want to listen to the song again, maybe I'll wait till next time. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have a lot of records, and I, that's one thing I do like about it uh, is not only that it preserves a lot of the songs that you like, but also uh, I found that a lot of old records, some artists recorded songs that they no longer have the the rights to, right? Yeah. So they can't release it digitally. Yeah. Exactly. Or they have different versions of their songs where they mixed it differently, and there's like some weird nuance in it that I like a lot better than the one that you get. Exactly. Maybe the radio mix, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And the records used to have, you know, there was an a, an album edition, and if you depending on what decade you were going back to, like we used to play a lot of records from the seventies, and the songs would be like seven, eight, nine minutes long. And then you'd have a radio version, you know, the little singles that were maybe you can get the three minute version on that. But on the actual album, because I, I in fact, I actually had one of the albums that you have, uh, which is Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that on that record, you know, some of those songs, you know, are very long. Mm-hmm. But we also had some other s- records that were uh, a lot of the disco a lot of those records like that from that era, they mm-hmm. were very long. You hear the very short version on the radio, <laughs> but those songs would be like 10 minutes long. Well, you got to keep dancing, man. <laughs> yeah, right. And you, it's hard to find those versions on like the streaming platforms. Yeah. Now, they you can find some. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the artists will put those out, out there. But yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to find. So, From a DJ perspective, though, it, it does make it a lot easier to become a DJ now that you don't have to use records because you really don't have to invest too much other other than, you know, Maybe you rent some speakers, you have a subwoofer. I just run it off my phone if I was ever going to do that. Yeah. And then you just make a playlist on Spotify or something like that or Apple Music. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really simplified that process. Yeah, it has. I've actually DJed because before Spotify or streaming music legally <laughs> was a big <laughs> thing, um, I used to just download all the MP3s and then like I've DJed some weddings like that, just mm-hmm. play them off of MP3s. Oh, I've never okay. actually DJed where I had to. Well, actually, no, I'll take that back. I have DJ before from CDs, not records, but actually CDs. Flipping CDs you back just, and forth. Yeah, put CDs in two different players, and then you just kind of fade to the left and fade <laughs> to the right. I've done that before once. but you got to kick it to scratch the record. Yeah, right, exactly. But um, but no, for the most part, I've done everything. Like As far as DJing, it's uh-huh. digital. It's, it is easier. It's way easier. But you still got some old school DJs who just love the actual, like actually love scratching records. Uh-huh. So you still will find some DJs today that still use records. They they combine it. Well, that's why like a DJ, I feel, is almost a, a musician in manipulating oh, the absolutely. sounds and stuff like that. The absolutely. speed, the tempo, making sure everything lines up. There's a lot of talent that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's still some talent that goes into the Spotify thing, but it's kind of like it's a little easier. You can find playlists on there, too. It's just like, eh. Yeah, yeah. You, you just gotta hit play. Out a little better, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, so... Um, so what was your, uh, you brought it up. So what was your uh, illegal streaming site of choice, Aaron? I mean, I did Napster when it was big. And I had a CD burner, too, which back in the late, I would say late 90s, uh, CD burners were very expensive. 
and my dad got one from work. So mm-hmm. I used to burn CDs. Uh, uh, I would download stuff off of Napster or whatever and burn the CDs uh-huh. and then take them to school. And wait, how much am I confessing <laughs> yeah. on this and podcast? Then, uh, you know, I, I'd sell them on the street. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean, no, but I would burn CDs for yeah. like, for classmates and stuff. Though it was a big it was a big thing back then. So, yeah. um, but. You know, then CD burners became more and more popular, and they and the prices came down, and then you can buy a computer with it with built it in. On there, yeah. But back at when I first started it, though, like I was the only kid. There was like one other kid in my school who had a CD burner, mm-hmm. so they would always come up to us like, "Hey, we need that new whatever." It yeah. was big at that point, so I would yeah do that. Not recommending that, just speaking <laughs> the truth. That's what happened. I remember, well, my aunt <laughs> she used to use LimeWire, mm-hmm. but there was a point where she'd be listening to music while she was burning onto a CD. I don't know what she was doing. But I would like pop it in and I try to listen to a song and it would have like in the background, the faint background, like another song playing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? yeah. What is going on? Well, you know, what's, what LimeWire was, what was funny too was some, like a lot of times you would download like viruses and stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she was and fine with other that. stuff that <laughs> but, you could find on there. It's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah I remember LimeWire. But the sound quality, you could always tell when someone illegally got music. Like if they were playing songs off their iPod, mm-hmm. you'd have like the CD, like, oh yeah, quality. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this other song come on and be like i don't know you hear it like a hallway or something yeah (laughs) yeah no exactly you can look at the quality and you can usually preview it while you're downloading it Mm -hmm. and i remember it took like because this was we're talking dial-up internet Mm -hmm. so it took you like a while to download a song Mm -hmm. like one song took i'm trying to remember how long it took to, to download a song I knew it took her a long time because we would like come with lists from the radio and yeah. we'd just like beg her and she'd be like, no, I can't do it yeah. today. I'm like, no, please. It took a while. I don't even remember, but it took a, it took a couple of minutes just to download a three minute song. Like yeah. it would take like nine, 10 minutes just uh-huh. for one song, depending on how good the quality was that you wanted. So it took a while. Um, dial up was no joke. So yeah, everything was super slow. And that was back when AOL was big. I think we had AOL. Oops. And all uh, that. I'm trying to download this song and seeing how long it takes. It is a 17-minute song, although I think it's already downloaded. Oh, it's already downloaded. Never mind. Well, now it takes seconds yeah, it's for a seconds. song. Literally Literal seconds. seconds. But it would take a few minutes to download over dial-up. Years. And, I um, aged. I went from the fourth to fifth grade downloading. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and when people would keep calling you, too, and if they kept calling back-to-back, it would knock you offline, and you'd be mad, like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk to nobody right now. I'm, I got music to download and CDs to sell at CDs school. CDs to sell at school. <laughs> but yeah, they really cracked down on those sites, though, eventually. I know um, one of them was, uh, man, you know what? Oh, Groove Shark. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. You could just play the music. Mm-hmm. But I would use an MP3 player. I'd plug in the uh, headphone jack into my MP3 player and just download them that way. Okay. So that was a little faster because it was just straight to MP3, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I actually did get iTunes, and I, I would download songs, too, off iTunes once that kind of blew up. Yeah, but so. now it's just like, like I said, Spotify, iTunes Music, uh, Pandora, I guess. But a lot of the streaming services to make it so much easier to, like, you find a song, you like it, I'm just going to outplay it, and I'm going to hate it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's very different. And if I ever hear that song again, I'm going to feel sick, so please don't <laughs> play it around me. <laughs> like, dude, I just found this cool song. You're like, no, please, please just shut it off. <laughs> right. You know, I will say this, though. I, I did actually buy a, a couple of CDs, like, within the last two years, because there's either songs that were on Spotify and are no longer there, so I just went and bought the CD hmm. just so I could have it. Or there was, like... a there are some songs that come out in other countries 
believe it or not, that you can sometimes see on Spotify, but it'll be grayed out and you can't play it because the rights oh. for this country are not there. So I've actually bought uh, I bought a whole album of some remixes of some old school songs that is available in Europe. They can <laughs> they can stream it, but we can't You're do it here. Buying Rammstein online. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely come a long way. It's funny because I just. Um, I don't know, just looking back at it and how used, you know, we're just so used to just streaming everything now, but I kind of forget about how it was. And, you know, not that I'm that old, but uh, I can still see. Times. Yeah, it was just different. Back in the it day. It was just different. Yeah, I remember recording. If you had a cassette player, you can actually record the radio. Yeah. And so I, I remember doing that, recording songs off the radio. Just hit record, you know, when your uh-huh. song is playing, and you can just record it that way. Oh, and yeah, you, dude. Now, you can actually talk into the speakers, mm-hmm. and it could pick up your voice. <laughs> so we, we, me, I remember me and my brother and my cousin made a song, and we recorded it on a little uh, cassette tape uh-huh. player. And the music was playing. The song was playing in the background, and we were singing over the song. Singing or rapping, Aaron? You can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Aaron. I was singing. <laughs> I don't know what my brother was doing. You're like, Ooh, <laughs> uh, so stupid. I, I, I'm glad we can't. We probably never find those stuff, those tapes again. Oh, you'll find them. Oh. And when you do, oh no, we'll put them on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did have a couple mixtapes, so to speak, of of certain songs. But it was hard, man. Like getting songs onto a tape, timing it just right, because I like to splice them like right together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then you'd always have the radio announcer talking over the intro, which is what I wanted to like hear. It was just the intro. Yeah. Hey, so uh, now you're going to be listening to yeah. this song by so-and-so. And, uh, you know, it's one of my favorites because I'm like, shut up. You're right. Shut up. So I can li- or sometimes they'll come in to like before the before song the is song over. Ends, because oh, they like my. ran out of time or something like, hey, guys, uh, my shift's coming to an end. So I just want to let you know that yeah. uh, you're not going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap up, Aaron, what's your what, do you, what would you rather have? A world with only digital or a world with only uh, physical media of, of uh, you know songs? I would have to go digital now. I'm sorry. You're selling out, bro. It's just more convenient. Or the it's, third option where you could have an orchestra just playing for you live every day. <laughs> an orchestra, and it follows you around? Yeah. Oh, I would do the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, here comes Aaron. No, I would definitely do orchestra. Live music is great. And okay. if they can follow you anywhere, then yes. <laughs> uh, okay. What about you? Oh, me? Well, you know me. Physical? I don't know. Oh. I can't. I can't choose, man. I'm an indecisive person. One day I, I like to sit down and listen to a record, and the next day I'm like, I don't have time for this, man. Right. I just want to listen to 50 songs on repeat. Yeah. And you just put them together, and you're like, yeah, because it all depends the mood that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I have like Me specific too. playlists that are filled with songs of just one genre, mm-hmm. and other playlists filled with, like other songs. You know, if I'm in a happy mood, I want to listen to this. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a, a happier mood, I want to. If I'm in like the happiest, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got those melancholy playlists, man. They'll put you to sleep. Gotcha. No, I do too. Yeah, I have a playlist that will put you to sleep <laughs> as well. I, I I have to use it every now and then. Nice. Well, let me just get this all queued up again. You know, folks, this is a lot harder than you think it is. There's a lot of knobs to be turning and a lot of buttons to be pressing and a lot of uh, music to be playing. And so we will. Oh, there we go. This has been a week of uh, your special production with AO and Antino. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Monday as we have uh, no guest in particular. They're just going to listen to me and Aaron ramble on again about 
who knows what? Stay tuned and you'll find out for yourself. Have a great rest of your weekend. Sorry, this song's so long.